0: Hi, it's Ella. I'm back, baby, and now it's time for the good old dad game podcast. Dad and Jonah are loving it, and we hope all the listeners are loving it too. Even though it's probably just my aunties, uncles, nana, and clipper, which is my pa. But dad, yes, why did an old man fall in the well? Why? Because he couldn't see that well. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey Jono, do the introductions. Hit it.
0: Yeah, will do. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Dad Game Podcast. My name's Jono, and I'm here with my old mate Dallas. Welcome, Dallas. How are you?
1: Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. You caught your mid-sip there. I'm sorry. What are you drinking? I'm on a Maker's Mark on the Rocks, a Kentucky, oh, I'm a Kentucky bourbon. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. No, no doubt you've got. That. No doubt you've got something much more delicious.
0: No, no, yeah. Usually, i no, no, no. I'm sick of having the stock standard beer every week. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I thought I'd try something a little bit different. I, you this know, will be good. in the back of my beer fridge and found what was on special. What, what was
1: on special at Dan Murphy's this week?
0: No, no, no. This is still left over from my uh fantasy footage. I mean, draft you still the other didn't week, pay, so pay for something price else. for it. <laughs> I didn't pay anything for this one. Uh, it is Fizza, I think it's by oh, Moondog. No. It's one of those alcoholic seltzers. This is the peached iced tea uh, flavor, and it's and I. Yeah, do not like it very much. Well, I feel
1: like <laughs> so, I, I feel like I could put up with a lot, but I think our podcast episodes have just ended there. Um, it's that's been what nice I'd, talking yeah, to you.
0: This can't be worse than some of the things you've come up with over the yeah, last no, few probably, probably. Uh, episodes. But no, this is, um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I think it's one of those drinks that's good uh, if you've already had a handful of beers maybe and you want something a little bit uh, fruitier while you're out, but it's not the sort of thing I normally drink. So it's only a small can and I'm still going to struggle through it for the whole episode, I think. <laughs> But anyway, the reason we did that is because if you're a first-time listener, welcome. Yes. Um, and if you're an all-time listener, you'd know pretty well that Dallas and I usually like to start off our conversations uh, with what we're having to drink for the night. So something a little different by both of us tonight. So good stuff, mate. So I just wanted to quickly introduce what we do for those people who haven't listened before. We are basically, what, 17, 18-year-old, not 18-year-old, 18, 18 years oh. old of friendship.
1: Yep. <laughs> You're trying to catfish without. me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've done a good job for such a long time. Yeah. Uh, so we've known each other, what, yeah, I think 17, 18 years or yep. so. We've we've caught back up the last couple of years and thought we might get together and do a bit of a podcast after talking over Zoom for a few years during the COVID period and usually talk about something to do with being parents yeah uh, something to do with well-being okay. generally um, an and
1: generally just generally an yeah. attempt to have a conversation that we know we should have um, and probably if it wasn't under this forum we probably wouldn't have it so it, it's, a, it's a way of ensuring that we're still getting together and having this chat and hopefully bringing a few other people into the conversation that listen and uh, can provide feedback and add to topics and Generally speaking, our topics or, or our, um, our conversation is is there to really sort of kickstart more broader conversation with, with men, but also with women, with dads and just with people in general.
0: I like how you added that because it's not going to take our listeners very long to realise that we don't generally know that much about what we're talking about. <laughs> so it's the idea of us having these conversations is that we, you know, get other people interested and, and we do get a bit of correspondence on those things. So keep mm-hmm. an ear out for that today, guys, and we'll give you some details on how you can
1: do that great excuse to come into a room shut the door and have a midweek drink as well so um that's another reason why we do this podcast
0: (laughs) i wish i wasn't having this midweek drink so (laughs) i'm gonna change it halfway through this episode tonight i think now mate i hear you've got a little bit of career advice from your daughter ella who is correct me if i'm wrong is ella 10 now
1: 11 now just turned 11, 11. yeah Jeez, so, i think she was
0: about three when we started this podcast
1: that's right yeah she was three when you started that fizzy drink um <laughs> so yeah so rusted on listeners of the show will know that i've been through quite a um well an interesting sort of 18 months i have left a long-term um employment gone into a new job um have really uh, had to work through that mentally, uh, you know that that change and and it's a oh. different organisation and, and different sort of workload and different sort of pace. Actually, now as we speak, I'm in my last week of that job and I'm actually going back to my previous employer, but in a very different job and different capacity. So wow. very exciting. Yep. Um, nervous again. I'm not great at you know I can be impacted at times by my anxiety around that level of change and wanting to do a good job immediately and wanting to feel valued immediately, all of those things. So I was having a conversation with my daughter about that and just a yeah. bit about, you know, how in an ideal world, and I was trying to be really sort of vulnerable with her that I'd love to reset completely restart. And, and if there wasn't, you know, things like mortgages and things like that, that it would mm-hmm. be great to take a big step back and you know what is my passion? And I was sort of talking to Allah around, looking to try and find your passion in life and if that can become your career then that's a win you know yep and she's such an amazing person you know she we were we were walking along and she said dad you should just follow your dream you know it doesn't matter you know follow your heart and what is it that you really want to do and I'm thinking that's such a beautiful thing for her to say and I started talking to her about you know the fitness industry or the health industry and How, in an ideal world, I'd like to maybe reset and go into that. And she said, You should do that. And as the conversation went on, I said, You know, and I know you and mum would support me, but we would have to change quite a few things. Like, you know, the fitness industry, a particular entry level, doesn't pay as well as what pays. So mum might have to either work Uh... a bit more or, you know, we, you know, maybe potentially have to give up a few things. And Allah, just kept saying, you know, no, you got to find, I want you to be happy, Dad. you got to find your passion. And feeling really confident that conversation was going strongly, (laughs) I said to her, okay, so we're just, you know, a couple of things like we can't buy any more games on the iPad. We'd have to get rid of some of the streaming services and, (laughs) you know, particularly like we'd have to say no to a few holidays that, you know, we've been lucky enough to go on. And she took a couple of steps and she was slowing down and I'm sort of now a step Mm -hmm. and a half in front of her. And she goes, I think you should try and make this career work for you, Dad, still (laughs) before you made any more
0: changes. (laughs) There you go. uh,
1: Fair enough. And I don't know what I was more (laughs) impressed with. Her initial care for me or the brutal honesty, which was, no, I have a lifestyle now that I'm accustomed <laughs> to and you will crack on. So, yes, yeah. yeah, it was pretty awesome. And I know that she was half, she's got a wicked sense of humour. I know that she was only yeah. sort of half-joking about that last bit. But I also know that, yeah. She's grown up as a bit of a princess, and would <laughs> struggle if we ever went backwards in that space. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, she's only a few years off being able to go to work for herself, isn't she? So well, that's where I, I might make
1: the changes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh, good stuff, mate. I like mm. you. That's pretty good. I thought, yeah, I thought she might have been backing you in there, and nearly she was, but
1: yeah, good stuff. But it, I love that. That's awesome. The, the the lesson I learned, you know, or the lesson you learn out of that too, is that when people are there, like adults are giving you like career advice or advice, like sometimes people make it sound really easy just to go with the flow, you know, go with, a you know, follow your passion. Yeah. But until such time as they're willing to provide an answer for, for those questions, which is, you know, giving up your current lifestyle or or going back, with, you know, a lot of people yeah. will then back away from that advice. You know, it's very yeah. easy to give people the, the initial advice it's very yeah. hard to then su- people then to support you through the, what that transition would look yeah. like. And so yeah. Ella was just the real, you know, a real time <laughs> event of that. So anyway, it made me laugh. Yeah.
0: yeah. I wanted to pick your brain a little bit because all going well, if we've done the maths correctly, this podcast should come out right on Easter or, or just before Easter. Yep. If we've done it correctly, do you have any Easter traditions at your house?
1: Um, I don't think so really in terms of when I was growing, I'm trying to think if, you know, you probably do the Easter egg hunt, which would be probably the tradition since having Allah we've started the, the basket. So it's a towel that's wrapped up at the end of the bed and that's filled with stuff. So that's another, that's another one, but I have, I'm going to be a little controversial here and say that I know a lot of people follow the whole good friday only eat fish scenario yeah and it and it makes me laugh a lot because these people who are so staunchly dedicated to don't eat meat on good friday practice zero other christian (laughs) traditions through the rest of the year yeah Yeah. and every year i like i kind of pipe up and say something like about it like so only on this day are you so staunchly dedicated to whatever mm. this tradition is. And so many listeners of our podcast will be as well, and that, that's mm. fine. But then the very next day, you know, they're still they're gathered around a spit roast, swearing and carrying on, you know, talking yeah. rubbish, you know, you know what I mean. And there's no sort of follow-up to whatever the yeah. religious tradition was supposed to be. So <laughs> I do like, I, I suppose you could say what my Easter tradition is, is absolutely slamming the Good Friday tradition. (laughs) Well, you'll
0: have to give me a phone call and get into me because I am one of those people that sticks to that tradition. But I stick to the fact that I was brought up in quite a religious household and, Mm. you know, we still practice it a bit to this day. So, yeah, fish on Good Friday or or not any meat on Good Friday, which is really weird though. I I love the discipline of it. Like it's, it's because, you know, you're not going to have it. It feels even harder to avoid meat. Even though if I'm having a bit of a meatless day throughout the year, it's no dramas at all. Yeah. But the one thing every night on good Friday night, when I'm waiting at the fish and chip shop and it's an hour to an hour and a half for your fish and chips that are never that good. Yeah. They're usually the worst that you to get through the year. At that I shop. walk past with a oh. steak
1: sanger that I got in five minutes, <laughs> you idiot. Like.
0: Nah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but yes, so I always like think to that that time of night, I'm like, I do this every year. Yeah, But yeah, I think it's worth it. I like the discipline of it. and I, I think it's a it's a good tradition. I don't think we have enough traditions these days. People sort of let them go by the wayside. Yeah.
1: And for me, what I'm going to try and do from now on is to, for the whole of Good Fridays, only eat meat. No carbs, (laughs) no 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 fats, no just pure meat, and that's all. So, um, but that's all right. We'll we'll, (laughs) all we'll be fine. I suppose the other thing, uh, you know, maybe there's a potential for the dad game community to start a um, its own sort of tradition, particularly as dads, but parents and, and uncles and others that that go through this is how creative you can be around evidence left by the easter bunny oh yes does that make sense yeah yes so, my
0: wife's bigger on this than me oh this this and christmas that's sort of her domain yeah so i get to sit back a little bit if it involves anything heavy i'll, I'll probably get involved but yeah. that's about it she she does all of this sort of stuff
1: yeah so it often involves me out there pretty late at night maybe a little tipsy or whatever if you're out you know camping Damn. or whatever chewing on spitting yeah. out spitting out carrots on the floor you've got um yes Footprints um, footprints with flower or something, yeah. um, all of this sort of stuff. So what I'd love to do, though, with the Dad Game community is with the hashtag Dad Game Pod, yeah. would would love for people to take photos and send it, you know, and, and post on Instagram or, or send through to us photos of the evidence left by the Easter Bunny on yeah. on a on Saturday that. night. So we'll... <laughs> Well, this episode will come out a little earlier. We'll update our socials and everything, but yeah, it would be fantastic for people to get involved um yep. their own Easter traditions. We'd love to hear that that, but also, yep. yeah, how creative people can get over the um evidence left by the Easter Bunny. We'd love to see people's photos and and correspondence on that.
0: yeah how good's that? So, yeah, so you can hashtag dad gamepod or d m us if you don't want to put it up on your own socials. we can either repost it or we can put those, mm-hmm. you know, straight out there for you guys. And yeah, that'd be yeah. great. I wouldn't mind seeing um uh, what some of the people get up yeah. to.
1: And an, it'll be an all-meat prize pack for next Good Friday that for the
0: winner.
1: <laughs> Good one.
0: I feel like I have... Uh, contributed probably the last three or four dad gripes. Sorry, mate. I keep jumping in on top of you on these yeah. things, but I've got another one
1: for you this You've week. got so many gripes. Yep.
0: Yeah, I do. And things that annoy me throughout the week, I'm getting into a bit of a habit now of writing them in my notes and making sure I bring them up with you. But we, are, we have put out there before that we're looking for new sponsors of the show, thanks to Ocean Soul, who still look after us. And mm-hmm. check out their website and their Facebook page if you want any eco-friendly products. But Old El Paso, one of my favorite, <laughs> Mexican is one of my favorite dinners to cook. There's yeah. so many different variations to do that, and I always get old El Paso. But yeah. I am talking about pretty specifically the mini tortillas or tortillas that you can get. Yep. So you know when you make tacos, but you get the little mini ones, the soft yep. ones. I don't know if this happens to anyone else, but it has to because it happens to me every time. When you microwave it, you know you put them in there for mm-hmm. twenty odd seconds and and pull them out. I cannot separate all. What are there ten of them? Without putting holes or um, ripping, ah yes. Four or five of them because whenever they're all stuck together, still I bend them sometimes before it, put them in, try to bend them afterwards. I've tried everything. Is there any little tricks to doing this? Have because
1: you ever used a utensil like a spatula to try and separate?
0: No. Them? Okay. But Maybe that's the problem solved.
1: Need to... End of podcast. Well,
0: <laughs> it can't be that good a products. I mean, if they want to sponsor us, they're awesome, but mm-hmm. they. Cannot be that good a product if you need to get a utensil to separate them because it does not say that on the packet, of course. <laughs> and I cannot get them off without wasting three or four of them, and it infuriates me. Has it happened
1: yeah. to you? Yeah, but I don't think we get those ones for some reason. I feel like I can't, I don't know. I, I'm not, I love a hard taco, by the way. I'm yeah. probably the last yeah, yeah. person on earth that still likes the hard tacos. Everyone's <laughs> no, moved I still like them. Yeah, yeah, the soft ones, but I, I love yeah. a hard. And we don't really do the mini. So, we're exactly why they created those Mexican packs with the five hards and the five softs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Between yeah. my wife and I, she'll have the soft tortillas, and I'll have the hard tacos. And yeah, yeah. That's it. That's that's why they've created that pack. So, mm. I don't do the microwaving of the tortillas. But what I would do is, yeah, I'd go straight to a um, spatula or a like a cake knife. You know, those sort of long yes. flas. Yeah. And that's what I would try to do sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, I'll get back to you because I will do that. We're not having Mexican this week, but next time I do, I will get back to you and see how that went. Wonderful. Thanks, mate. That's all right. That gripe solved. Okay. We didn't introduce the topic off the bat tonight. So I yeah, want nah. before we get into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well,
0: that's, that's right. I wanted to, yeah. to say, we're going to have a go at discussing saying yes or saying no. And yeah. what that means, and how it looks, and if what the benefits are, and so I et think, cetera. So I'll hand it over to you.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to kind of labour the point early because it's a it's probably a hard concept for us to get across. But yeah. the, the there are you know there's a movie out there called Is It Yes Man or whatever it's called. Yeah, where, Jim Carrey's movie. Yeah. yeah. So the, and the theory is say yes to everything and see what it does to your life, and then mm-hmm. you know there's theories that people want to live by where it's say yes, you know, be a yes person, say yes to everything, open yourself up to these opportunities, whatever. And then others will equally swear by the theory of say no, you know, empower yourself, you know, say no more often, stand there and be devout to your cause and know this and know that and whatever. And while I'm not necessarily wanting to explore, you know, those two words in particular, but it's the idea that people sometimes latch onto one or the other a theory in life, a, a plan in life that yeah. they then follow to the absolute nth degree and yeah. don't give themselves better rules or more practical rules to follow around this. You know, so yeah. the idea, and I don't even remember, it's probably explained very well in the movie around being a yes man. Yeah you probably got to pull yourself back from that a little bit say yes yeah. often but maybe not all the time i know you did a little bit of research into these particular things and when and how these things can be uh, sort of put into play but i suppose what i wanted to explore in this episode was was how influenced we can be by certain theories or trends you know yeah. and and the yeah. o- and the overuse of one of those things in our lives and if we start defining ourselves by the newest theory, yep. then we lose too much of what got us here or, you know, we, we don't change only the thing that needs to be changed. We change everything and it's too much. So hmm. the concept of this episode, you know, saying yes or saying no, without trying to preempt the exploration of this, yeah, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to just be one or the other. But there are no. people in life that would swear by diving in the deep end and, you know, no flicks there. You know, yeah, you are no. you are left or you are right. You are woke or you are not. You are, you know, but hang mm. on, why can't I be on my journey? Why can't yeah. I be changing? You know, why can't I be getting it right most of the time but wrong a little bit? Like, you know what I mean? And that yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of... To explore that a little bit i think is is really interesting
0: yeah so i when you say i did research i read a couple of things but i i think i did a lot of thinking about it and just sort of jotted down lots of little ideas that are sort of my personal opinion i guess but probably the most common sense approach i thought which was pretty obvious but i, I put it in there as a point to this saying yes or saying no was it really depends what's being asked yeah so what's being asked so it's it's a no brainer really. Like obviously if something ridiculous is being asked, then you're probably gonna say no or something dangerous. But mm. maybe some people need to have, have a bit of time to think about it. I think like saying yes, I thought in my own opinion that saying yep. yes can open doors to new adventures. Absolutely uh, like learnings, opportunities, promotions, etc. Yeah. But I actually find that saying no, and this is something I'm trying to work on personally myself, uh, is really quite empowering. Yep. And we talked last week about building confidence. And if you get the confidence to start saying no more often, that's a really good way to build that. Mm. Because I think it's also important to take time to assess your answer. Yeah. So maybe if you're one of those people and the boss comes up to you or someone gives you an invitation and says, hey, can you make this? And straight up, you're like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. But if you are confident enough to say, okay, let me just assess this and think about it. I might do a pros and cons, um, weigh a few things up. Which one is going to be the biggest stress? Yep. So is is saying yes going to add a lot more stress to you and take away a lot of your time? Or is saying no going Mm. to, yeah, you know, you're not going to get the work done. You're not going to show that you could have got something done. You might miss out on a great opportunity socially, or to go and do something you haven't done before. So that was something I thought and something I don't do enough is saying to the person, okay, let me just go and take the time to think that over. And it might be a bit of a strange answer to give someone. yeah. Yeah. But that's definitely something I want to try and improve on.
1: And you know what I think is like what you've said there is so important is like using this theory of yes or no, just as, as the analogy is it's dependent on what's being asked, but what we, we don't put that lens across our, our standards for for the rest of our life. So you might vote Mm -hmm. one political party or another. But does it depend on what you're being asked? Does it depend on what the policy is? Does it depend on the time of your life, what's good for you? Often the answer for a lot of people now is no. They've made a decision on what they feel is, you know, their path and they forget to listen to, you know, in inverted commas, the question. So I'm going to raise my kid a certain way. That's how I'm going to do it. This is my traditions. This is who I. I forget what I'm being asked. I forget what's in front of me. I forget mm-hmm. to say, "Hang on a minute." This is my daughter's turning out to be, a, 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 you know, their own person in a different way than what I maybe once thought. So now I need to listen. And again, I'm trying to. I'm I'm really drawing out this analogy, but I need to listen mm-hmm. to the question I'm being asked before I decide on that theoretical answer that I've already, you know, decided on as a human being. And I think it's so important because as you've pointed out both yes or no, or whatever answer you want to come up with have equal benefits to you, you know? So, but if you just always say yes, you're not going to get the benefits of what no could give you. If you always say no, you're not open to those new opportunities that yes might give you. So, I think for me, it's so much about going. You got to really understand why you're, you know, why you've taken a position in terms yeah. of, you know, but also why you want to maintain that position. And yeah. if today you decide that that's not, your, you know, if today is a day where you go. Against that, your normal stand stance, mm. then that's okay. You haven't yeah. thrown out your entire belief system, mm. and, and we're being led to think. And, and particularly, it's funny, you know, with social media, we're led mm. to we're, we're led down a path of reaffirming, you know, through the algorithms and through hovering and through yeah. dwelling on things. It it tends to reaffirm our belief by that and, yeah. and what we end up doing is you keep seeing the same workout videos that show the same information and all yeah. of a sudden you realize oh you know i have to just do a 15 minute high intensity workout that's the only <laughs> thing on offer for me now and that's yeah. all i'm going yeah. to do so then when a mate says do you want to go for a 40 minute run and you are like, "No, that's no good for you oh you shouldn't do that yeah. you know because we're led to believe that it's only one thing that can work Mm. you know this this balanced approach this why not how come let's question things that are coming our way let's be critical and it doesn't mean you're throwing it out doesn't mean you're not believing in high intensity workouts yeah it just means that today i can do something else
0: (laughs) yeah i'm like that i i'd like to think now that i like even if you think about political parties and stuff that I think now it's important that people don't pigeonhole them, themselves into one frame of mind or one way of thinking you want to do what's best for you or best for the people around you or your community or whatever depending on what things are being offered yeah and what you know and what you think is the most right thing people change and and people you know should be able to change their mind or or like you said they you might not you might be strict on just going to only lift weights and never do anything and run and cardio and stuff but there's social aspects to going for a run and there's you right. know, getting out in nature and all of that stuff too. That doesn't have to be all about fitness. Yeah. So there's lots of different things you can do. I was going to say before though, do you think people who get around to our age, maybe a little bit older, do you think they're the more likely people to become like yes people? Because at my age now, I'm much more happy saying no to things. Mm. Whereas I'd rather not go off to this like social event. I'd rather stay home and have <laughs> yeah. a rest. I'd rather yeah. stay and read my book or yeah. you know, watch a TV show or, Just, uh, yeah, play some music or something. Instead, I think I've become more of a hermit as I get older, not more of a yes person going out and doing all these crazy things. Yeah,
1: and it can be, and you have to wonder why. So is it because the Mm. weight of our career and expectations are draining us? So therefore, you know, and and that's, that's the thing, you know, I start to think about is to go, are we becoming, are we not wanting to do some of those social outlets because it's who we're turning into and that could be great? Um, or is it because of other influences like he, so because we can't say no at work we only want to say no at home yeah and that's the question yeah. that you have to sit back and start to think about and go well maybe maybe i'm not putting in the effort like we spoke yeah. about a few episodes ago M- maybe that's one question or maybe i'm saying no because i'm just physically done or i feel like i'm not giving my family enough time or whatever yeah. the thing and and is there a Reason for that, or am I quite literally now happy for this? And if we're not critically analysing our own decisions, and we're sort of going with yes, yep. only just a gut feel or only just what we're being told, then I feel like you just can fall into this real big trap, you know, of of not of never making that mistake or or never putting yourself out there or whatever it might be. And I think I'd said it before around like even the fear these days of yes. doing or saying the wrong, wrong thing in terms of the woke culture
0: yeah.
1: and because you only have to make one mistake in yeah. that space for then you to be determined a dinosaur or not moving with the times or whatever. But yeah. But we need to start accepting that people, you know, can be in a position of changing, moving yeah. forward, you know, making, um, you know, trying to find their best path to transition into being fully tolerant and acceptance and all of those things that that can happen, but then people, the reality is, I believe so many people fake it.
0: Yeah. I think so too. I think that that's uh, annoys me quite a lot, actually, like people doing things as they say, which annoys me for the gram. So, you know, people going out and doing these social things where, a lot of the time, you are like. I don't. Do you even like doing yeah. that? Is it really that much fun? But are you just doing it because it's going to look good on Instagram? It's going to make people think that you have a great life, yeah. or are you doing it because you genuinely, genuinely wanted to do it?
1: Yeah, and and, and for the fear of how much. if you don't yeah. do it, do you get do you get slammed then by that? You know what I mean? Like that's the yeah. other fear. Yeah,
0: it's a keeping up with the Joneses type thing, which has been around since the dawn of time. But I was going to say too, it depends how much FOMO. Has hold of you. So for those people who don't know, that's obviously fear of missing out. If you're one of those people who have trouble with FOMO, say yes to everything. Socially, of course, probably to their detriment. But again, Mm. you probably have quite a good time too, going along to lots of different things. But it could be financially quite difficult to do too, especially if you're saving for something, but or paying things off. But the thing that pops up for me, and this is something I almost live my life on, sometimes when making a big decision. So it goes back to before when I was saying, and I think you said it too, when you're trying to assess your answer, give yourself some time. It's important to say to yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Maybe the flip side of that's what's the best that can happen too. But if you're going to say yes to doing a job or to doing something at work, you say, well, what's the worst that can happen if I say yes? Yeah. And if it is something that is bad, then that's probably that's probably your answer right there. You're going to say no. But if it's something that's not so bad, yeah, what's the worst that could happen if I go out with some friends on the weekend, or if I take a night off and leave the kids with you know my partner and go out for the you know one night away for myself? What's the worst? Like yeah. That's yep. probably a good way, I think, or a good way to center yourself and say, what's the worst that can happen? And then that helps you weigh a few things up too.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think not being afraid to not be always all in helps with that discussion yes. mentally. So we've spent a lot of time over the course of the last 48 episodes. This is number 49, you know, talking about that kind of wanting to take from the elite and if it's a footballer or Olympian or whatever, you know, they go all in on that task, right? But you still hear those people talk about balance and you still hear those people talk about things where they've got, they've still got to be a release valve. And the problem with some of these like theories around being a yes or a no theory, or, you know, I'm going to be a, I'm a dad now. So that's it. That's how I identify. And I'm a dad problem is even the elite, Sports people still say you got to take yourself away from that thing you're trying to be elite at yes. and go study or go read a book or go hit golf or whatever. Yeah. We don't do that to ourselves. Well, we we kind of convince ourselves in our normal life that I'm an all-in, always dad, but you can also be just a good mate. You can yeah. also be a, a, a husband putting in an effort, You can also be a vulnerable male. You can be an unco sports person. Look, I know I'm describing (laughs) you, but I didn't mean to. (laughs) I was waiting for that. But you can be so many other things while still being an elite dad. Yeah. And the problem is we're sort of being conditioned somewhat to be one thing or another, to say yes as a theory of life or to say no as a theory of life. We're not being conditioned to be able to change what we want, you know, our dedication, you know, or or yeah. or, our, or our theory of life. We're not just, you know, we're being conditioned to, because one day someone's going to go, but I thought you committed to the theory of yes, and you said no today. Like what's wrong yeah. with you? And you'll be like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm listening to the question that life's asking me and I'm going with that. You know, Never. I thought you were a dedicated father. Why are you going away with the lads for the weekend?
0: Mm.
1: Well, because I need to. Like, mm. well, it
0: depends what you are. To,
1: lots of different things. Sorts of. Different <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, yeah, to yeah. to me, you know, I suppose looking at the extremes of yes and no makes me realize how important balance, a bit of routine. So having yeah. having an approach. Like you said, at that, that sort of almost that risk assessment, that assessment of, you know, what's the worst yeah. that could happen? There's a routine to your approach and people start to expect, oh, when I approach, you know, John about who, who, you know, who's he gonna vote for, I don't know. Um, you know, he can have a conversation with me that's really balanced and not just just emotive and yeah. irrational. So yeah. creating that routine, listen to yourself. To know yep. what you need in that moment and and not be overly defined by like the the most latest trend or whatever your latest motivation is. And I'm someone who throws myself in head first when it's yeah, right. get back into fitness and those things. But I'm learning so much around not defining myself by those things, yep. still going and dedicating myself to the task, yep. but knowing I've got to find balance within that for it to be sustainable.
0: Yeah. So, well, if I am weighing up yes and no's, which is weird because obviously we want to balance it all out, but I think yes has obviously open a lot more doors because it is important to say yes, especially if you say no to the same thing over and over again, why not say yes and give it a go? But ultimately I think saying no takes more courage. Mm. So like, yeah, being able to stand up for yourself and do what's right for you, maybe if. Oh, that's right. Like if your workload's too big for you or you've got like, you know, your personal personal or social life's a bit too busy, then saying yes to a new task or an invite's going to make everything too stressful. Yeah. But the easy thing to do is to say yes, just literally to please the other person or the other party. So I think sometimes saying no takes more effort and courage, like just because you know, most people want to please other people and and so you're just going to say yes straight away so that you don't you feel bad about hurting their feelings or you know, but you literally know you can't make that. Event without stressing everybody out hmm. so i think yeah i think it takes a little bit more courage sometimes to say no and as i said it really does build confidence once you get a habit of saying no to a few things especially at work as long as you don't say no to everything but but if you show that you're willing to step up and say no 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 this is not going to help me it's probably not going to help the company it's not going to help you know my colleagues or anything too if i do this half-hearted yeah i think that sometimes takes a little bit more courage which is funny but I, you did mention it before in, in a different way but i was going to say it is important i think still to go with your gut If you're not really sure, hey, you know, and you do go and take that time to assess it, I think your gut usually tells you. I think if you're not feeling good about saying no to something or if you're not feeling good about saying yes to what someone's asking, it's probably the right, you know, it's probably telling you the right thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think ultimately it comes down to not dedicating your life. To the, to the theory of one or the other. And I know we're <laughs> using yes or no as the example, but that's obviously, you know, we're talking more broadly about that. You yeah. know, you don't have to dedicate yourself to just that type of parenting or that reaction to, you know, a situation on, on the road right. or whatever. You can maneuver yourself. You can go with your gut. You can You can be... You can come up with different answers to similar situations in life, yep. if you need to. It, okay. you, you don't. So, I think you don't have to be all in all the mm-hmm. time on anything. You can dedicate yourself to certain things, but you don't have to be all in all of the time and let pre you know pre existing theory sort of dedicate your 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 answer. You know, live by the theory of yes or live by the theory yeah. of no live by the theory of what is the best thing that's i can do right now and i don't need to be as predictable and go with the latest trend yes as, uh, so yeah i don't know again as i always say i think you know hopefully it's a, it's a start of certain conversations for a lot of people and tonight's been a little bit kind of i suppose it might look i hope it turns out okay but it, it might be a sort of relatively hard conceptual topic to get ahead around but You know, it's something that's been kicking around in my head a lot is, you know, do you need to define yourself in a certain way or can you, you know, can you just have principles in your life Mm. and you're able to sort of move through those principles, learn and adjust without actually having be devout, I suppose, is is a word. So, yeah, hopefully it starts conversations between mates and others and people can have a chat with us about things as well, but hopefully what we've sort of discussed tonight is enough to to get the convo started.
0: Well summed up. I was trying to do a bit of a sum up in my head and then you've said it better than I could have. So, yep, (laughs) yes or no. We like the idea of
1: a bit of balance. Yep. No. I mean, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what?
0: So let's flick into correspondence really quickly. We got one from Nico this week and he's talking about Uh, topic of the best beers or a great time to have a beer great topic and we haven't had haven't had this one yet yeah it's getting a fair bit of traction and nico's written in and said now that the footy's back the first quarter of the footy on a friday night beer Mm -hmm. is his favorite beer and i i tend to agree actually i love that because it's the end of the week you know end of the working week for most people yeah the footy's on you probably had a bit of dinner too and yeah Yeah. that's 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 a hard to beat one that one
1: you know what i love like what so I did a lot of shift work for a long time, but when I stopped doing yes. shift work and started having a traditional Friday night, you're gonna laugh. But one of my favorite things is having Better Homes and Gardens on Channel I Seven, am right? Laugh. <laughs> yeah. But it's just on. You're still finishing yeah. dinner, you're still and you can just hear old Griggsy yes. doing her thing in the background or whatever it might be on Better Homes leading in to the football. Say.
0: Yeah, because you know the footy's coming up after yeah. that.
1: Yep. And then when you, you know that by the by the time the footy starts, you're done. Dishes are yeah. done. The dishwasher's on. You've got your beer. You're laying on the couch, whatever. And that, to me, is the perfect, like, kickstarter to a wintry weekend, you know? Yeah. Um, well, except
0: when you you live up here and we're on daylight savings and, it feels like I get home from work and the footy's starting. It's a bit of a rush, but that'll change by the time this episode comes out. Thank goodness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But good on no, Nico. That's perfect. You've you've really got my juices flowing with that one.
0: Yeah. If, anyone, if anyone's listening for the first time, we've been talking in the last couple of episodes about when's the best time to have a beer, such as, you know, after you finish mowing or what was your one last week when you're in the, in the lobby waiting for people yeah. to get ready at, at your hotel. That was a pretty good one too. So yeah. yeah let us know guys, hit us up on our socials. Gareth, as always, has written in. We love getting Gareth, Gareth Gareth's stuff. It's tough yep. to say that. That is tough. And um, he, he wants a, Gareth has asked, he wants a best of episode.
1: Mm.
0: So I, I did It'll write be sure. to Gareth and said, that sounds like a lot of editing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if we've got enough stuff. to like. We've only had 49 episodes and there hasn't been that many good parts. I don't, even, so. I
1: don't even think we've got a minute from each episode <laughs> that we could cobble together. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. And who decides on it? We might get people to vote what their their best parts are. But yeah, now, did you get something else from Gareth? You said that it was a two part
1: message. Well, so, um, keen listeners of the show or or those who are listening to us for the first time, go back an episode and you'll hear me retelling the fateful day he attempted his first triathlon. And (laughs) that's right. Fair to say, I got a little bit of feedback on that. And um, he is at pains to tell me, and he maintains and he will take this to his grave, that he was not propelled forward by those who rescued him. Now, all I want to say, and and at the fear of creating this as an ongoing topic, and and Gareth, you can respond in correspondence if you take exception to this, but were you not rescued from the water? Yes. And were you not, after being rescued, back at the shore? now the rest of us were swimming in that same direction the rest of us were in the water at one point trying to swim out of the water if you're trying to tell me that's not propelling you forward yeah. please, it please respond
0: if he was, was taken backwards what, does that make any difference <laughs> he was just dragged. He was sitting yeah.
1: facing out towards the ocean, the and ocean the... <laughs> i
0: still don't think that matters gareth i think mean, if you've come from deep water To shallow water, therefore land.
1: Yeah,
0: I think you've been carried back to shore. And if not,
1: they're the worst rescue people I've ever heard of.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Taking him deeper. Yeah, dropping the whole way around the world. So yeah, so can I just clarify too? Because people will need to go back and have a listen to this story because it's a ripper. But he he never collected the medal, the third place medal, did he?
1: No, he didn't. No. Okay, good. He did break the world record for the swim leg. Yeah, awesome.
0: Well, if anyone wants to get involved and maybe give us a little, uh, you know, what what are your thoughts on that? And has this happened to you in any sort of race before? Or, uh, you might have a say on this. But our Instagram, if you want to get in touch with us and, and give us a DM, is at dadgamepod. Our email is dadgamepodcast at outlook.com. And just, guys, don't forget to rate us on Spotify too. We've got quite a fair few people now I saw in our analytics today following us on Spotify. So if you're one of those people and you haven't rated us yet, please get on there and, and rate us five stars. That'd be nice. And share it with your friends too, please. Now, I'm going to give you the recommendation tonight. I stole the dad gripe, so you can have recommendation.
1: Yeah. So this one's a pretty simple one. I think a lot of families do it anyway, but we've done it forever and a day. And the recommendation is... Using your calendar or your fridge or something within the kitchen, writing down your meals that you're going to have for the next week or, or potentially fortnight. Some families will shop yeah. fortnightly, and writing yeah. down the meals. Not only is it great organisation and ensuring that you shop correctly for those things, but to extend that a bit more, particularly as your kids get a little bit older and they can understand a bit more, great opportunity to discuss the effort you put in mm. to do that. You know, don't so they yeah. don't take that for granted, but also the nutrition and the balance and why that's a good meal and why you don't eat the same thing every single bloody day or whatever it might be. Great opportunity to talk to your kids about a relationship with food that that can be really important, Yeah, you know, an appropriate, healthy relationship with food, but also it describes balance. You know, why have you written Friday Takeaway? Well, because take a load off us because it's okay to sometimes eat that food. It's okay, you know, and and it's a great conversation starter for kids who Mm -hmm. are at a level that they can start to understand. So recommendation is to write the meals down, which is great organization, but take an opportunity, any opportunity you can, to have positive conversations with your kids about nutrition, meal choices, effort in the kitchen, and balance.
0: Well, I do that. I have a little section of notes on my phone dedicated to dinners for the week. So say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we write all our meals in that. I even go as far to try to, so we have tried to have like a meatless meal here and there. I I try not to have like, you know, too many beef meals in a row or make sure you hit chicken, fish, beef another night, Um, maybe, yeah. And then like a vegetarian one or something too. And that's something as our boys get a bit older, we'll probably talk about that too. So yeah, it is. And it makes shopping easier too. It means you don't buy as many sort of bad snacky sort of treat food too often. You you might just dedicate yourself, like get a little bit of something mm. that you know that you can eat a little bit of. But yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. We, when we got together first, my wife and I back in the old days, we used to buy a meal every night, you know, mm. it was someone else's turn to cook. And that was just, that became a bit too stressful. So yeah. if people are doing that and are looking for some sort of time saving or uh, more planning, that is definitely, I, I agree with your recommendation. Yeah, before we go tonight, I want to hit just really quickly a uh, classic catches. Yep. I know that you've got one of these. I'll tell you mine super quick because I know that yours is better than mine, but <laughs> the other day I was teaching PE, as I do, and the grade six kids were playing. There's a game called Chookball where it's, it's a bit like European handball, but the way you score is you throw a ball into the rebound net. You know, those nets that come oh, yeah. sending the ball right back. And I was literally standing to the side and sort of was watching my assessment. I was doing some assessment on them and I was watching the piece of paper in front of me and writing things down. And this ball came flying over and in one motion, I was able to get the pen in my hand, uh, mouth, mm-hmm. stick my right hand up and literally caught like a little, it's like a palm-sized, little hard European handball type thing above my head. Yeah, and nice. And the kids all clapped and I was like, yeah, I've still got it. How good That's is that? it. So yep. it wasn't a dad catch, but I thought it was a classic catch and yep. sort of strutted around after that. And Did you yell at his
1: boss? If uh, if I got was a, if I was a school yeah got him if I was a school teacher and I did something like that even if it was eleven a.m. I'd go class dismissed everyone get out yeah. it. like
0: it's like I dropped the mic I, yeah. I was so tempted but I had to get assessment finished so yeah. if any of my bosses are listening I got it done
1: yeah um, now give us yours yeah so my one's a little different but we parked rel- you know car parking spaces these days are ridiculously small and I've got a small it's not smaller, car smaller right. Yes. They've definitely got small. I've got a relatively yep. small car, and we're parked next to. And I happened to notice as I was sort of pulling into the car spot a really, really nice rangy. Um, yeah, and I'd love to get one, particularly yep. for, for the Miss missou to so. do school drop offs in. Ella, <laughs> like I was getting out of the car, and she's getting out of the opposite passenger seat. So I'm, yes. you know, yep. and in my brain, I noticed. I thought I've already closed my door, so I'm not going to be able to yell out to her to be careful. So I started to sort of hop step it around the front of the car. And just as she was opening the door in my brain, I did all these arithmetic assessments on (laughs) like wind speed (laughs) and everything and realized that the door was going to catch on the wind and slid my hand just a millimetre away from the Range Rover because I didn't want to touch it because it would no doubt probably have an alarm and was able to catch the door that was flying into a Range Rover door and was able to stop it. Didn't hurt hurt myself and didn't make a deal of like, as in didn't, Aloe had no idea that it was a potential disaster waiting to happen. All she thought was quite literally dad's come around to help me get out of the car and <laughs> it was just a huge moment for me personally and i and yeah. up until me sharing this with you so great segment you know i yes. held i held that too close to my chest now it feels good sharing it
0: i was going to say sharing it or not i've had a few of those too, and i couldn't give you uh, an example right now but how good is it though sometimes when you do something like that and no one else knows no. and you're the only one that's ever going to know but you've got this thing that you say oh, "Yeah, I, look at that i don't the all
1: all capes The spidey senses were going off their heads because I I saw it happening minutes, like, you know, quite literally seconds before it happened and was able to – and it was even better that it actually came to fruition. Yeah. Like, in a weird way, wouldn't it be better if she opened the door carefully, the wind didn't catch it, and there was no drama? But it kind of worked out better that there (laughs) was a disaster that I averted. so.
0: You're um, like an X-Men. You know, he can see, X-Men can see like, you know, yeah. something happening before it happens. Or like, I'm imagining everything in slow motion, but you're really fast.
1: Yeah. 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 So, yeah. You know,
0: you're so fast that everything else turns into slow motion yeah. when you're in that mode. And the yeah, real win-that's a, win, a really good you, one.
1: You've known me for long enough to know now. The real win there <laughs> was I didn't do a hammy.
0: Yeah. I was <laughs> going to say, I would have done a car for a yeah. hamstring, trying to catch that. Always <laughs> funny. Always good. Yeah. Well done, mate. Yeah. What a classic catch. Oh, ah, cheers. Okay, so tonight we have covered saying yes or saying no. What's a better option or can you live your life and balance it out and assess the right things too before you make your decision? We've had a couple of good classic catches. We've had a recommendation, a dad gripe, and a little bit of correspondence too. So thanks What's to there? everyone who's contributed to tonight. If you guys want to get in touch with us, as we said, we've got our socials yep. in there. If you want to go and buy some eco-friendly products, talk to Ocean Soul yep. or get on Ocean Soul's emails. Well, sorry, their website or their Facebook page. Don't forget to write Dad Game one zero, Dad Game 10. You get a 10% discount too on all products on there too. But until next time, Dallas, we're the big 50.
1: And next time. don't forget to participate in our Easter event of Dad Game Pod on Insta and send us through your evidence of the Easter bunny. It would be fantastic. Hash,
0: hashtag Dad Game Pod. I love it. Yeah. Let's see how we go. All right, mate. Until next time.
1: Catch you, mate. Enjoy. And see